Well, hello, my friend. Thanks for taking time to listen to the Purpose Mastermind podcast. If we haven't yet met, my name is Mark Delaney. My wife and I developed a program called the Purpose Mastermind, and it's all about living life on purpose. I was meeting just the other day with a couple of young men. They're both 18 years old, and they're already at a place in life where they feel like, what is the point? What am I doing? Am I getting anywhere with my life? They're already very frustrated. And I'm so proud of them that they already have the guts at a young age to be like, I got to figure this out. And so we're meeting once a week to do the Purpose Mastermind together. And it's very, very exciting to me. So I want to tell a random story uh, before I get into the topic. And and that is uh, my wife and I had an exciting event a couple of days ago at our house. And that is that our air conditioning went out here in Oklahoma. It's almost 100 degrees. And all of a sudden, hey, how come it's hot in the house? And um, a friend was nearby who was in the business. And I contacted him. And he said, hey, I'm coming over. And he showed up and looked at our unit. And you could see where something had blown up in our outside unit. And the unit's old enough. It's about time to be done. And uh, someone in a conversation that came up, they found out our AC went out and, and they got on the phone and reached out to some people and found someone who has a portable unit we can borrow for a little bit. And, and then, uh, and then someone showed up at our door with, with two brand new window air conditioners. And, uh, I just want to say, uh, people are really good. The world is full of really great people. I think sometimes in social media, we see images of people's lives that are, um, that don't give a good reflection of what we humans really are. You know, what really excites me, there are so many common people who do such amazing things with common people in their life, common love, common service, common loyalty, common giving. But these common acts produce such a fruit and such a result. There is so much goodness in the world. I want to encourage you, friend, to be open to the people around you, to allow people to be a blessing to you and be looking for how you can be a blessing to others. I hope this podcast is helpful to you. Normally, this content would be me with Adina, but she's helping our kids with their dogs while they're on a trip, and so I'm, uh, I'm just going to do this my own, my own. I want to talk about the importance of of prioritizing your marriage over your kids, and I hope this is helpful. I'm smiling as I say this because I'm reminded of a note I read recently from a former student. I was looking through some materials. And I came across a note that a student wrote me probably 15 years ago when I was a teacher. And they said, you know, you just always told us the truth, no matter how much it would hurt. And I was like, wow, I never really thought of myself that way. Um, maybe I am kind of like that. So I might make some bold statements in this podcast, and I hope it doesn't come across hurtful, uh, only helpful, because your life, my friend, your life is so important. And if you're raising a family, you're married, you have kids, what you're doing in that home is so important. And you might be uh, raising a young family and you might be confused. It might be um, 
very hard right now. I tell you, what you're doing with your family, uh, the price that you're willing to pay for family, the payoff is huge. It's, it's so worth it in the long run. So let's jump into this. The importance of prioritizing your, your marriage over your kids. And you might be saying, oh, do we have to talk about this? I really love my kids and they're so cute and they're so cuddly. And my spouse, well, they used to be really cute and cuddly. <laughs> they, they struggle to be cute and cuddly right now. Uh, hang with me. Listen, let me start by this premise. There's a big difference between first place and second place. Think about like uh, like sports. The team that wins the championship versus the team that finished in second place. The difference, uh, you can't really quantify it. No one remembers who finished second place. There's a huge difference. Think about uh, a job interview. If If you... There's a job that's available, and they say to you, hey, your interview was so good, but there was someone better. But we want you to know, you were you were second place for this position. There's a big difference between first place and second place. So prioritizing our marriage over our kids is a really big deal. People often say that your spouse is forever, but your kids are just for a few years. I, I tell you, it's true. When your kids are young, they can consume a lot of your time and they fill your heart in such a beautiful way. But I tell you, I'm 52 years old now and our kids have been out of our house for a number of years now, probably, I guess, four years, um, maybe five. And if we didn't prioritize our marriage, Adina and I as individuals could be in a lot of trouble as individuals, a lot of trouble. And instead, our kids moving out of the house, we haven't skipped a beat. We haven't been sitting around uh, mourning that our kids aren't here anymore. Uh, We prioritized our marriage all the way through. And because of that, when our kids moved out, we were just enabled to uh, have more time for uh, for things we love to do, more time for the, the the mission we're pursuing, more time for each other. And our kids are still a great part of our life. They just don't live under our roof. Um, here's another thing I want to say. Your marriage is a is is the parenting machine. The two of you together uh, form the leadership and culture that your child's life grows in. You know, people say that I've heard that love has two sides, justice and mercy and love needs both. And I agree with that. Um, oftentimes in marriage, one spouse majors in justice, the other one majors in mercy. And oftentimes in parenting, when your kids need some kind of support and maybe correction, the question becomes, do they need justice or mercy or both? Uh, and sometimes they need justice, then mercy. Sometimes they need something right in the middle of justice and mercy. My point is this. I think that most people on their own have a really hard time knowing the balance of leadership as a parent. 
But when two people work together in their marriage and they trust each other, together they become a, a, a parenting machine because their relationship, they've, they, 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 they get to where they can agree together on what's best for their child. And so parenting becomes the parenting, marriage, excuse me, becomes the parenting machine. Also, marriage works on you as a person. And the better you are as a person, the better you become as a parent. Think about this. There's not, when you become an adult, there's not many relationships that challenge who you are. When you're a child, your parents consistently say, hey, I don't like your attitude. Hey, you're selfish. Hey, you got a pride problem. Hey, you're lazy. <laughs> when you're a kid, you have siblings that'll do the same thing. You have siblings that'll call you out and say, you know, you're a jerk. When you're a kid, you have teachers and coaches who call you out. But when you become an adult, no one calls you out anymore. Every single one of us as adults, we can be selfish, lazy, rude. The list goes on and on. Arrogant. And maybe no one tells us. Why would they? It's easier to avoid the topic. So, so your marriage is the only relationship that you have to become better as a person to thrive in marriage. Well, when you become better for marriage, it makes you better as a parent. I want to say this other point. The best thing you can do for your kids is love their mom well. Love their dad well. Boy, when your kids become older, the more they cherish and feel so safe when they know their mom and dad love each other. I heard a story recently that saddens my heart. It's a couple that have, they've really wanted to live well all the way through, but their college age daughter, who's very talented, has a lot going for her. She looked at her mom and she said, mom, from what I've seen in, and you and dad and your marriage over the years, I want nothing to do with marriage. That is a crushing statement. To think that this young lady is giving up on the belief in love because of what she saw in her mom and dad. I want to pause for just a second and just talk to you right now. Maybe you're in a marriage, your marriage is in a struggle right now. Can I tell you something? That's okay. But when are you going to face it? Are you going to just keep going through the motions year after year after year? You don't have to do that. Your marriage can change. Your marriage can have a major turnaround. We see it all the time. So let's talk about this. How do you prioritize? How do you prioritize your marriage? Number one, Prioritizing begins in your heart. You know, prioritizing doesn't always look like it on paper or even on your schedule. When you're raising little kids, they take a lot of time. There's no way that you're going to spend more time with your spouse than with your kids. So on paper, it looks like your kids have the priority, but that's not what it is. 
Maybe on paper they, they are prioritized. But in your heart, your spouse can be number one. And keep in mind that to do this, to prioritize your marriage, simply feed that relationship. Don't let your life get so busy, even taking care of the kids, that you you forget to feed your spouse. You To feed the relationship, you simply feed your spouse. So simply put, speaking to the men, a wife needs to be cherished and cherish her in ways that she actually feels it. Don't just think, well, I cherish her. Of course I do. Well, do you, do you cherish her in ways that she actually feels it? Now, if you, if your wives out there honor your husband in such a way that he feels it, don't just say that you honor your husband, actually show it and say it with your words in such a way that he feels like you honor him. Secondly, maintain uh, date nights, or I'm going to say date experiences, things that keep you connected. You, you can't always have time in your schedule or childcare available to go on these outlandish dates. You may not be able to do that, but what you can do is put the kids in, in bed on time and go to the back porch. You can do creative things that are very simple. You can, you can put the kids in bed and you can make your bedroom an oasis for the two of you. And I don't want to get into all this, but it's important to structure your lives so that your kids don't get to dominate your life. Do not let your kids dominate your life. Don't let them dominate your schedule. That's a whole separate podcast. I'm going to move on. Number three, actually tell your kids that your spouse comes first. As they get older, I remember telling our kids, hey, listen, a long time before you came along, I I married my wife. She's my wife. I used to tell my boys, if they acted up or disrespected their mama, I'd come home and say, what did you say to my wife? They knew that there was this special thing between me and their mom. I called, I called her my wife. And so they knew there was something special between me and their mom. She was my wife. So I would say that to them. Uh, fourthly, how to prioritize your marriage. Never disrespect your spouse in front of your kids. Our kids can be confused in, in, in about life already with everything they face in their life. If they get the idea that you as if they, if they get the idea that mom and dad are on separate teams, boy, does that lead to confusion? Who's right? Mom or dad? Who do I trust? Mom or dad? That leads to a lot of confusion. So Certainly, as as a husband and wife, there are times you're not sure which which uh, way to go on discipline. Let's say, uh, how should we correct them? When is it okay for them to date? When is it okay for them to get a cell phone? You might disagree. You might have take some time to figure out where you land on that. But have those conversations in private. Don't let your kids get the idea that you're against your spouse. It's very dangerous. Uh, 
So let me finalize by simply saying that I'm going to talk about three signs that you're not prioritizing your, your marriage. One, if you come home and you are excited to see your kids, but you're not excited to see your spouse, there needs to be a huge alarm going off. I understand you might say something different than you say to your spouse because the relationship is different. But if your heart is excited to see your kids, but your heart is not excited to see your spouse, my friend, there's a smoke alarm going off saying danger, danger, danger. Secondly, if you are glad to sacrifice your time and money to serve your kids, but you hate using your time and money for your spouse, alarm bells are ringing very loudly. This is a sign that you've not prioritized your marriage and your marriage is already at a depleted place. There again, that doesn't mean it's dead. doesn't mean you can't get it back. It just means, hey, let's, this is a warning sign. We need to do something about this. And number three, a sign that you are not, you've not prioritized your marriage. If you're, no, if you're no longer making love to each other consistently. Now, I know people will say, well, there's a physical issue. Oh, there's, yes, there are circumstances that can make this more difficult, but but don't, don't worry about whether I'm right or wrong. This is your life. Uh, I, I share these words to, to, to build up and protect your life. If you and your spouse have allowed your love life to fade away, it's probably because you haven't prioritized your marriage. You've prioritized your kids or prioritized your work. But your love life together is important. Let's keep it simple. You, you, let's say you have a, a nine-year-old, and one day you go to school to go drop off their lunch that they forgot, and you notice the, re, the, the playground is full of kids, and you're like, hey, I think that's my, that's my child's class. They're out there at recess. And you look through the gates, and you want to see what your kid is playing. Is it kickball? Are they on the slide? Are they with buddies playing tag? You want to see what your kiddo's doing. Let's say you can't see him anywhere. And you kind of walk over and you, you get the teacher's attention. You're like, hey, wh where's my kiddo? And they point over to the edge of the playground. And there against the fence, your kiddo's just sitting there. They don't want recess anymore. What would you think as a parent? Would you think, oh, that's fine. My kid doesn't want to run and play with his friends. He doesn't want to do kickball. He doesn't want to jump and giggle and play. I'm sure you wouldn't think that as a parent. Well, if a, as a husband and wife, what's caused us to no longer pursue each other sexually? I think that to live a life on purpose... And to experience what we really want to experience in life, we have to be willing to ask the real questions about our life and be honest about it. My friend, 
your marriage is at the foundation of your entire life. If you build your marriage, it will support everything you do with your life. The opposite is also true. If you do not build your marriage, it will threaten everything you do with your life. So what's the point? Build your marriage. Build your marriage. Be willing to invest in it. Like anything else you do in life that you care about, you invest in it. You put time into it. You, you, you spend money on it. You might read books about it. You might get advice about it. Build your marriage. It will build your life. My friend, thank you for listening in. Uh, I want to tell you about something coming up. We are uh, leading a group of people through the Purpose Mastermind on Sunday nights beginning September 10th. This is eight weeks. The cost is because it's an online experience and because it's a group, the cost is very low. And if you or someone you know is interested, um, it's not too late to jump in. If you're listening to this podcast, simply text the word purpose to this number. 918-401-9608. Text the word purpose. I'll say it again. Text the word purpose to 918-401-9608. And you'll get the information. It's very low cost. It's going to be a blast. A group of people on Sunday nights, 7 p.m. Central Time, talking about purpose. My friends, thank you for listening. Go take on the day.